Hello, adventurers. You have found Homebrew Heels, a Nat One Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, hostesses, Amanda. <laughs> My sister Sarah and I will be talking you through some of the Nat Ones we've rolled in the medical health areas of our life. We are not medical professionals by any means, although I personally have watched quite a bit of Grey's Anatomy. We will be sharing our experiences, how we're advocating for our health, what the experience is like in all its details, good and the gross, the cost of the adventure, and most importantly, how we are working to stay happy and motivated through it all. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one life. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. How are things going in the poop department? Oh, man. Well, I'll be honest. I've realized this past month that it seems to be going in waves. I. What waves? Diarrhea waves. Right? Just a. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> No, I um, I have realized that I do really, really well for a majority of the month, but it seems to be like there's there's this one week that I just cheat all the way through, and my poor stomach is just like, why? Is it related to your like hormonal cycle, like your menstrual cycle? I know you don't have you don't bleed, but you still hormonally go through, right? You, it very well could be. I personally think it's more related to stress. Mm, yeah. And the later so for this month, it's been a little bit different for me. And it, it's been a little bit different things stressing me out. And so towards the end of the month, it really started to collect all together and get mm. a little bit more difficult. So it was more like, screw it. I need to... What is it? Self-satisfy. Yeah. You're like, I need a rush of endorphins and a way to feel happiness. Right. <laughs> Specifically dairy and gluten. Mm, bread. Delicious. Yep. 100%. The bread has been my enemy. I've been having pastries. I've been having biscuits. I've been having so much bread. I love bread. Bread is life. But it it hurts my insides. So it's also death. Bread is life and also death to those of us that don't have a good relationship with gluten. Um, so do you have a, yeah, I, well, very similar. I would say I've been successful in cutting out certain things and completely a wreck. Kind of like you with the roller coaster, except for it's not monthly. It's like weekly. Oh, yeah. And so... Um, so I'll talk about dairy first because I have a strong relationship with dairy and gluten. So lo and behold, when I got my intolerances and they're like, don't eat those. I'm like, well, what am I going to eat? There's like, what is life without cheese and bread? I don't even know. But having said that, I have not completely broken up with either of them. And what I have done though, is I have greatly reduced my intake of most of them so dairy let's start there I love a latte in the morning fancy coffee I have a beautiful coffee machine it's like one of the most expensive things that I own in my house because I love it that much brings me joy 
so I knew going in, I probably won't replace dairy right away because finding a milk substitute for coffee is not hard, but finding a milk substitute that behaves the same way as milk is. So yeah. if you really like foam and you really like, like I love a brevet, you know, it's made with half and half. So it's really thick and creamy. And the reason why it acts that way is because of the fat content that's in the milk Okay, and it's animal fat. And so then when you're using plant-based dairy substitutes they don't act that same way like oat milk yeah they just don't act that way so I knew that that was going to be a struggle for me so I'm like okay I'm not even going to try to change that yet let's just say that is what it is and do a little research on how that's going to impact my gut so I only have one coffee with milk a day Mm -hmm. um if I want more coffee I'll drink iced coffee with my oat milk creamer or my macadamia milk creamer which is delicious and it's been 111 degrees here in Washington the last couple of days. And so that's been a great treat. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have greatly cut out the amount of cheese that I eat. And by doing that, it has really improved things. So it's it's almost like I can have the coffee now because I'm not having any additional dairy or am not having as much additional dairy as I was. Um, so it's helping improve my bowels and how I'm feeling in my gut, which is great. So, okay, real fast then for the coffee situation, because you're talking about like thickness and whatnot, I am assuming um, that like even because there's that extra creamy oat milk that mm-hmm. I really like and whatnot. Is mm-hmm. it a texture piece like it's still not thick enough like still not creamy enough it's how it behaves when it's heated and Uh when because I like hot coffee in the morning right and so when it's heated it does not stay together because milk when it's heated the the fat will actually create like bonds and it'll make that foam where the foam can literally like stand up on its own sure and it's because it's it's like bonding together i don't know the exact again we're not fucking scientists people there's like (laughs) food science behind it i could look it up but there's a cellular structure that's being formed based upon the the way that the milk fat reacts to the heat and so just like after you're done steaming it if you leave milk on the steam wand it'll turn into like concrete like it's making not literal concrete but it'll be that hard to clean off because it's making this like fat i don't know change structure and so plants don't do that so then what does happen so if you were to use oat milk and hot coffee Mm -hmm. does it just not foam up it just stays the same yeah Yeah, it just stays it doesn't get foamy it's just okay it's hot liquid i mean so it still tastes okay but i like the texture and consistency and like the viscosity and like everything about Mm -hmm. yeah it's a texture thing right so I'm thinking, like, hopefully, you know, maybe down the road I'll be able to find some kind of plant-based milk substitute, dairy alternative, that performs the same way. Or if anybody knows about one out there, please tell me, because that would also reduce additional stress on my gut, you know, Mm -hmm. even better. And it reduces the amount of animal fat that I'm taking in, um, which, you know, like plant plant plant-based products don't have cholesterol because cholesterol comes from animal fats yeah so that's it it's just healthier altogether if you're thinking about living a plant-based lifestyle for health reasons 
in terms of cholesterol and heart health and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, I digress. I've greatly reduced down the amount of cheese that I've been eating. So I used to eat cheese as like a snack. Like, what do you want? Oh, I'll have some cubes of cheese <laughs> and fruit uh-huh. or nuts or whatever. Like those Sargento snack packs are uh-huh. like the bomb. And I would make them at home, you know, buy, buy a bag of craisins and do all this. So I don't do that anymore. And it pains me to say that because it's delicious. And when it was one of my favorite snacks. But because I've chosen the coffee over the cheese, um, I just don't eat it. So my downside has still been when we eat out, I like mozzarella sticks mm-hmm. and we do still have pizza. And I have yet to find a pizza alternative to my satisfaction. So I have officially given up on pizza um, because like I can't. you're not going to eat it or... Yeah, like, I, I'm not going to look for an alternative any longer. Oh, gotcha. You're like, it is so, what it is. Pizza exactly. Is like, <laughs> I I am intolerant to the crust, to the yep. sauce, to the yep. toppings. Like, yep. no matter what, I should not be eating this. So I, I am now saying, well, why find an alternative if it's still going to give me issues? I'm just going to have the real deal and suffer the consequences. So Brian pops when it comes pizza in the oven and you're like, feed me, Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for pizza, I, if I want to enjoy pizza, I have, I plan around it. Like that is a planning event for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. Or I know, like, I know I'm not going to feel good. Yeah. The next it- day. Like, uh, so, and it doesn't matter the amount that I eat. Is it the same with you? Because now I found if, even if I eat just one slice, it's going to wreck me. So I might as well eat four slices. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, same. Go I, big found or go home. I eating just one slice of pizza will have me reacting. Um, so I, I would be right there with you. I would be yeah. like, heck yeah, just going all out. Who cares? Like, it's going to happen. So People come in. This pizza is for Sarah and I. Nobody else gets to eat it. This is for us. We're sharing this. But it's extra large. Yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, my God. And oh, listeners, yeah. yes, we do know that we do actually care about what happens next. We This is the big talk. We hate ourselves the next day, but... Yeah. And we talk about how much we hate ourselves. And then we're like, yep. why did we do this? And then we're like, oh, but it was so delicious. Anyway, oh, I guess the moral of this story is if you're going to eat something like that, that you find that delicious, make sure it's good. So like, <laughs> Pete, like, so for us, for me, pizza pipeline in our area, that's the yeah. kind of pizza that I want. Zesty edge crust, load on everything that's going to give me heartburn and enrage my stomach acid. Like just load it up. <sighs> now. Mm, opposite geez. of this I actually have been finding myself curbing my habits and I've been pretty impressed and proud because I, I know some people argue this is still not a good option but hear me out I have now found that in order to uh, you know appease my sweet tooth my really bad sweet tooth that I have I am officially turning to fruit as like a dessert option and also I am now switching over to dark chocolate so I currently have dark chocolate covered almonds oh so good and they fit within my my list so 
Dark chocolate makes me want to throw up. Okay, I it's same here, but dude, if it's the only sugar that you're getting other than fruit, like my taste buds, they're changing. They're like, yes, give us yes. <laughs> so I had and I have read about that, like where if you start cutting out sugar altogether or you don't eat, eat any refined sugar or something like that. When you do have something that's sweet, it takes a while because your body does go through like a nat not a cleanse, but like a natural process of like getting rid of all the excess sugar in your mm-hmm. system and like re-understanding, re-understanding, whatever. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. This is what <laughs> podcasting's about. Um, but it goes through a process of like detoxing, essentially. Yeah, and getting exactly. all of that crap out and, you know, you're cleansing with water and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I do believe that I'm just so impatient. And I think a lot of that's <laughs> like the culture and yeah. of being an American and being a millennial and like all of those things. And I am well, an older millennial. But... Like I was saying, this week's been rough. <laughs> like, right. There yeah. have been other other sweets in my life. So. Right. So I, that's the other thing, though, is when you're working on your gut goals, people, remember to give yourself grace. We're all yeah. human and we go through seasons of life where shit happens. Like um, if you haven't listened to our mental health podcast, Pursuing Your Patronus, go ahead and listen to it. Um, but we're going to be giving an update there as well. And I recently hurt my foot and haven't been able to move around. And so immediately I go to convenience food and and trying to make my life easier. And that's okay for right now. And what I've tried to do is just make the food that I choose food that isn't going to upset my stomach as much because, you know, it's hard to have diarrhea while you're also on crutches. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. Um, How about your water intake? So recently, this past week, uh, as Amanda's been stating, it's been freaking hot. So my water intake has been amazing because of the heat. <laughs> Have you felt anything different from taking in that much water? Um, uh, no. Because uh, sweating it right out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So before, I will say, um, before the heat wave that we have going on, I was... I guess you could say increasing uh, my water intake by uh, I pretty much was drinking something every single morning. I have tea um, mm-hmm. almost every single morning and I've uh, adopted cold or like iced tea for at night for dinner. Nice. So I uh, that's how I have been increasing my intake of liquids Um whether or not it's actual just pure water, uh, that's only been because of the heat. Nice. Yeah. So and slight movement in that direction. Yeah. I have had an, a complete opposite, like not drank any water. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Even with all this heat? <sighs> well, we have air conditioning in my house. <laughs> so the hottest that it's gotten upstairs in my house was like 80 degrees one day that was yeah um it's 111 outside it kept us like 30 degrees cooler inside so it's pretty impressive uh and then downstairs in my basement as you know is what we like to call narnia because it's fucking cold down here and um so i'm i've been under a blanket like (laughs) 
it hasn't it hasn't impacted me as much um but it's um some of the medications that i've been on i should be drinking more water but they don't make like i don't want to ingest a lot if that makes sense like you like you don't feel like you want to like your right. stomach is like Meh, i don't Meh. need it yeah you know and then it's like the amount of work that it's going to take to get water Mm-hmm. Or I have to ask somebody to get it for me. And that's like a lot of mental work. You know, it's a whole thing. It's just a whole thing. No, um, that I can understand if you're at home and like bedridden, essentially. I, yeah. Like, I know you can get around, but it's difficult. Well, and it's just, I can't carry anything. So right. like <laughs> moving a glass of water to someplace that I can sit down for my kitchen is hard to do. Like, because yeah. I have to strategically move it around my counter so then it takes 20 minutes <laughs> to get a glass of water and by that time I'm like I've already sweat out all of the water that I could have possibly drank so hey, I might I, as well just lay in bed <laughs> I am wondering how is this affecting your eating habits now that you can't just get up and grab something yourself yeah so that's what I was saying earlier where I got a lot of convenience foods because I knew my kids aren't gonna make a meal for me mm-hmm. so you know, we should unpack that maybe later, but I was going to say that I knew, I know it won't happen. Like I shouldn't say I knew it wouldn't happen. I was just trying to make everything easier for everybody. Yeah. Cause I'm the one that does the majority of the cooking in the house. Right. So like, imagine, let's say you broke your foot and you were in bed, you do a lot of the cooking. So what would happen? What would they be eating? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know what we would do when Brian was gone. Like it, when he leaves for work. Yeah. Like, and it's just James and I. Right. He could pop some oh, some hot dogs in the microwave. Right. So, and my kids are older, obviously. So there, it's a little, it, it is different. But, but still, it's like I do the meal planning yeah. and the cooking and, you know, all of this stuff. So I just went convenience food. So it was like I bought a whole bunch of pears because I love pears and I'll eat the whole thing. So for breakfast, I'm like, hey, Tim, can you go grab me a pear? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's totally fine. And within my diet, my coffee has been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I I had to do the little, it took me, the other day, it took me 45 minutes to make myself a cup of coffee because, like, getting the milk out of the refrigerator requires me to, like, hobble over to the fridge, open it up, hobble out of the way, because I can't, (laughs) and then get it out and put it on the, you know, so I have to maneuver around the kitchen. So then it's Uh like, okay, I got the gallon of milk, but that took me seven minutes to get the gallon of milk over to (laughs) my coffee stand. So, um, I just tried to make it really easy. And so it's been a lot of just snacks, like potato chips, baked lays. I love, they're only a couple of ingredients and they're all things that I can have. Um, but I was really getting down on myself mentally and we'll talk about this in our mental health updates, but because of what I was eating and yesterday I kind of had just like a nice day where I didn't have a lot going on and I gave myself a break to just relax and mm-hmm reflect on everything and I think that the important thing was that I was feeding myself that's it like sometimes like I said we just have to give ourselves a little bit of grace so what I was able to feed myself and control my sanity Mm -hmm. by buying 
a little bit more expensive pre-packaged food that I could eat. Like I bought three things of that turkey bacon that we like that's pre-cooked. God, I've been on a weekly basis. I purchased that. Yep. And it's delicious. And I'm like, cool, I can have this with my pear for breakfast. Exactly. You don't have to cook it. You can eat it like jerky, basically. And it's, oh my God, like, that's I could honestly, eat that all day. That's what we've, uh, I've been doing. If I need something quick for breakfast, mm-hmm. or if I just need, like, a shot of food, I honestly just grab a strip of bacon, of yeah. the turkey bacon. It's so good. Oh my God, it's so good. Anyway, and so... I do that and then it's like, okay, I can have two of the, you know, I'm so trying to control what mm-hmm. I eat, but it's been hard because the kids then for dinner want fast food. So they're like, yeah. oh, we'll just pick up fast food. We'll just pick up fast food. So I've had so much Arby's, but their French fries <laughs> are <laughs> potatoes and I'm allowed. And right, right. delicious. And they'll fill me up. And I won't have to shit my pants. So I just went back to the, okay, I'm getting calories that my body needs because I'm trying to heal from this injury. And in the past when I felt like this or I've had, like when, last year when I was recovering from my ovarian surgery, um, I just stopped eating. And that's not good, especially when right. you're trying to heal. So, okay, but <laughs> you're eating something other than potatoes right for dinner yeah yes so yes so like I'll have a roast like I had a roast beef sandwich you know like I eat other stuff okay Um, good uh Katie made or or Katie bought um like carne asada tacos corn tortilla tacos for me yeah um so I was able to eat that you know like stuff like that so we are eating it's just it's expensive because you know we're eating out a lot um but I've been trying to stay as close as I can to my intolerances. But it's hard. Yesterday I had a rough day. I had donuts. It was delicious. Right. And this morning I had diarrhea twice. You know. So okay, here's something that we haven't talked about in a while, but it's been on my mind, and we've, you know, brought it up in the past for our listeners and whatnot. But have you considered getting another test done? From. An intolerance test from my um, naturopath or from like another one of the services? Yeah, just uh, an, another at home one. Yeah, like um, I've considered trying to we've well, we talked about doing all of the brands just to see if they're similar. Um, I would really honestly be interested in trying another. Um, I'd be interested in doing another one from check your bot check my body health. Um, or check your body health, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If I cut out dairy and gluten for a whole 30 days, like if I did it for a whole month and then took the intolerance test, I'm wondering if I would still be as intolerant to some of the dairy and gluten. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about if you restabilize yeah. for a certain amount of time, and they even talk about that in when you get your test results back. They uh-huh. say that things can change, um, which totally makes sense because, as you guys know, we've talked about microbiota in your gut and gut flora and the things that you eat impacting them, all the antibiotics Sarah and I have been on throughout our lives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? The list goes on and on. So if you take a month and you cut out everything that is really making your gut reactive or even longer than a month and you focus on just eating the stuff on your list, 
the hope is that your gut will start to rebuild the gut flora and the healthy microbiome is recreated in your gut. And if that happens, then can your body process lactose better? I I so hope so. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I think it's going to be it's going to take longer than a month. Right. I'm just curious like like but then how I don't know. Like how long would you wait to get retested? 3 months? Well, no, more than in all honesty, I was reading up on somebody's story and it took them a year or two before their stomach was finally like came back with test results that said that she was good to go. See, and that just baffles me. I mean, it makes sense, but then it's like, you got to be fucking committed. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. You have got to be committed. Sorry, I spilled something, so I was cleaning it up. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm looking at some of the top uh, tests here, and the list is, it has changed slightly, mm. by the way. Um, so taking a look here, the best overall, the top ones we have. Um, uh, oh, sorry. The best overall test is still the Everly Well test, which I found actually interesting that it's still up there. Um, the best one, uh, if this one says if you already took a DNA test, uh, which I would have to read as DNA to test. why. Um, I think it's just comparing data, honestly. Uh, the next one is best for meal planning assistance. And then there's a largest genetic analysis and then the best breath test. So taking a look, I am looking mainly, in all honesty, listeners, at the price because some yeah. of these get really freaking expensive. So I Everly Well is $159 for testing 96 different foods, mm-hmm. but the it's called... Uh, Vitagen, Vitagen, um, and that one's a cheek swab test. That's only $99. So hmm. I think I might be investing in one of these tests today. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, yeah, I, I'd be really interested in, um, like, one of the DNA ones, I think, down the road, because I you've done a 23andMe. Um, mm-hmm. but I would love to do one of those now where they have the indicators in your DNA for certain like issues that may arise, diseases mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and they also have one, I think, for like digestive health and so and hormonal health. So I'd be interested in in those two um down the line for sure. Yeah. But, that'd be awesome. Um And then the only other thing I wanted to ask you about is um, for our gut goals, moving and walking slash fitness was one of both of ours. Um, Mm -hmm. So how is that going for you? Obviously, I'm impaired. Yeah, how's that going for you? (laughs) My arms, upper body strength is improving. (laughs) So, you know, there's one benefit. But I'm going to have a freakishly large leg and then one that's not so large. (laughs) It's going to be weird. But, you know. (laughs) Core strength is probably improving as well because I have to get up and down on one leg. All right. So, yeah. You know, there's some benefits. What about you? No, I I told you this last week, and it's hilarious. And another disclaimer, probably should not be saying that everybody should do this. It's not safe. But ultimately, I am. I found that 
I have some free time when I take showers. Like, I enjoy showers. I like just standing in the shower. I find it extremely relaxing. And so I was like, well, I'm using up this time to do nothing, so I might as well do something. So I'm doing squats in the shower. Nice. <laughs> and shower sounds, squats. It sounds silly, but I have, like, a bar in my shower, so I am holding on to something. My feet never leave the ground. I'm not jumping. I'm not moving other than my knees Whatever. are bending up and down. <laughs> I totally know you're doing burpees in your shower. <laughs> Even I think, for as short as I am, I don't fit in the shower <laughs> like that. For some reason, I feel like we need a TikTok of your shower squats. Like, you could put a bathing suit on and just be like, this is how I exercise in the shower. Join me. <laughs> shower squat with me. Uh, but yeah. So I've been doing that. And it's so, it sounds silly. Absolutely. It's weird. Yes. But I'm Same. moving. Like, if it works, it works, yo. Right, exactly. Yeah, I love and it. And I just wash off right there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm so sweaty. Good thing I'm in the shower already. Now I can just get clean. <laughs> Nailed it. <sighs> you just hack. It's a life hack. That's what that is. Life uh-huh. hack. Duh. Boom. Done. <laughs> Thank you, adventurers, for joining us today. We hope this helped you find tips and tricks to loot the booty. Find us on natonelife.com and check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to follow us more on our day-to-day. May your poop be regular and bubbles minimal. Stay Stay sassy sassy and gassy. gassy. Till next next time. time. Nice. Through this night.